are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network one of us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions we do accept pitches for audio based or banner ads but on a case-by-case basis if you're interested in that contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at $2, $5, $10, or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. This movie review also comes for subscribers at Time Lord level or above an uncut, unedited, longer video version of the review. Become a subscriber and check it out. Do you love sci-fi, horror, and fantasy films? Then grab a badge for Otherworlds Film Festival, the country's premier sci-fi film festival. There will be Q&As, panels, parties, and mixers. Rub elbows with up-and-coming and established filmmakers, as well as like-minded filmgoers. Come celebrate our seventh year, December 3rd through 6th, at the Galaxy Highland in Austin, Texas. Badges are now for sale at otherworldsfilmfest.com. That's otherworldsfilmfest.com. Some Marvel television shows are always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> That's what I come away with. That's my opening. <laughs> I've probably overused that Blade quote in all my years as a reviewer because it's one of the greatest quotes any character has ever uttered in any movie in the history of time. I love you, Chris. I love you so much. <laughs> I love you too, Jenna. It makes it even better that it wasn't in the script. Wesley Snipes was talking to someone on his phone when the director walked by and he said that to the guy on the phone. And the director was like, what the fuck? We're putting that in the movie. (laughs) It's awesome. I could not love him more. The character of Blade, that is. Wesley Snipes, I also love, but in a confused, should I love him sort of sense? Yeah. I'm going to intentionally confuse him with his character in that movie. Unfortunately, said character of Blade, or anything like Blade, or anything even as vaguely cool as Blade, does not appear in Marvel's latest television series on Hulu, Hellstrom, which is based on the Son of Satan comic books, amongst many other comics that eventually tied in the character of him and his sister, who was named Satana Hellstrom in the comics. He's Damon. She's Satana. It had a very different pedigree, a very different history, a very different origin story than this did. And in fact, it was retconned so many goddamn times, even after going through multiple different synopsises of the history of the comic, I still don't have a fucking clue what happened in it. So years ago, when this was set up, going to be the first series in Marvel Television's Adventures into Fear franchise that was going to take on a lot of the horror characters in Marvel, which I'm all for because I love Marvel's horror stuff in the comics, Ghost Rider, Man-Thing. I would have loved to have seen this all play out into a a successful thing. But here's the deal. There were a lot of shakeups at Marvel that have happened in the last year or two. And one of the big ones had to do with who's running this whole TV thing anyway. Because as we know now, it's Disney. (laughs) And while Disney does indeed own the controlling share of Hulu, believe it or not, a lot of people don't realize that. 
they're kind of now using it as a, well, that's where we're going to put our animated Marvel stuff, which is something to look forward to. This is kind of a holdover from the last pre-gen, pre-Disney stuff that was going on. And you can tell because not only does it not have the Marvel intro at the beginning of it, which doesn't exactly instill confidence, it just doesn't feel like it's something from that world at all. Whatever, right? So it's not based closely on the Marvel stuff. It's not going to connect to that. You know what? It's fine. They let it come on anyway. It's been created by uh, Paul Zibziski. I don't know how to say his name. It's Polish or something. It's very long. But sorry, Paul. But he worked was an Emmy-winning writer and producer on Lost, which is one of my favorite shows ever. And I'm like, you know what? Even though I really don't know any of these main characters in this, and I know very little about the, the comic itself anyway, so it's not like I'm going to get canon queenie. Let's give it a shot. And a shot we all did give it. Yep. For instance, Neil Anderson gave it a shot with me. Hi, Neil. Hello. I was anxious to see this. We've seen good stuff on Marvel television. And like you said, they were going to start leading into that darker side of Marvel. Ghost Rider was going to be another series, which has been canned. But everything they'd put on Netflix and FX and Freeform, it'd been enjoyable. I was ready for this. Luane is another guy who got suckered into this bet. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> See, I already tell where this review is going. Jeez. <laughs> and then Jenna, who was more excited than any of us. She was like, yes, this will be the Marvel series I've been waiting oh, for. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they did Luke Cage. Not that great. But I'm going to let it slide, you know, because technically I am a DC fan. So suck it, Marvel. Uh, Your TV shows suck and that's where i'm gonna sit on that <laughs> you know <laughs> drawing the line in the sand Alrighty okay. then hellstrom story at first we're largely following damon hellstrom played by tom austin who is an english actor better known for stuff on english television he's a professor he works very closely with the church because he was adopted by and brought up by a nun in the church louise hastings played by june carroll an old standby in television movies who recently was on mindhunter he goes around to people that have supernatural situations going on usually when it starts possessions and he has certain powers of his own, and it's very unclear what exactly is the drawing line. But the first thing we see him deal with, this kid supposedly possessed, he's been writing with his poop on the walls of his room. And he's like, okay, kid, you're full of shit. You're not possessed. <laughs> I know possessed, and you're not. And by the way, check this shit out, and makes like a ring of fire appear in the room. And the kid's like, I'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop being an asshole, kid. Watching too much television. Kind of, he's a skeptic monster hunter. I'm, I'm into that. That seems like a cool thing. We find out that he's got a sister, Anna, not Satana, played by Sydney Lemon, who I guess recently she she got a Saturn Award nomination for playing Isabel in season five of Fear the Walking Dead. Mm -hmm. And then she also has been on the show Succession, which is quite popular. But she runs an auction house and she's kind of a, a stylish, very fashionable magnate. She's very seems to be somewhat wealthy, sells rare artifacts with the help of Alan Yui as Chris Yen, who's her business partner and sort of basically kind of an adopted brother as well. She went to a foster home instead of just getting picked up immediately by the church and had a not as happy upbringing, if you will. So why did they both get adopted? Well, their mother is in a church-run psychiatric institution where she is like, she's the big dangerous one in the locked door at the end of the hall with a sign says, stairs out, do not come in, beware of Jaguar, all that. Why is she so dangerous? Because she's possessed by something, demon, ghost, 
The show kind of makes it more clear what the thing that's possessing her is. It's a Hannibal Lecter-ish type of scenario that they have, as she is a character they regularly return to to ask questions about the scenario that they are finding themselves in. And the scenario in question is that it appears that dear old dad who was apparently an incredibly prolific serial killer and for several years before the daughter had been adopted, had taken off with her and was basically using her, a very young her, as an assistant to help him kill people, is on the loose, or so it appears, and he's coming for revenge or some shit. So there's a bunch of other characters in here as well. Robert Wisdom, who is definitely one of those old school actors you've seen in everything like The Wire and Prison Break, who plays Henry, who is himself a demon hunter, but he works for a secretive group called The Blood that have their own feelings about these sort of things. They're sort of a, a fringe, not quite the church, not quite not the church. And then Ariana Guerrera as Gabriella, who is a fresh-faced young helper they've assigned Damon that he does not want, who is a nun in training, but has been given specialty training in dealing with the occult and fighting demons herself, but is not ready for what the shit is that's going on here. And so what you get is about 10 episodes of characters looking very pained emotionally inside, occasionally every once in a blue moon doing something with magic. I mean, literally, like maybe three times in the series, I think. Oh, it's more than that. If you can see Jenna's face right now, if you're one of those subscribers watching her video, you, that's pretty much how one that's looks. That's the look. Yep. At various times watching Hellstrom. Like, I would say it's more like this. I had to rewatch it two times because I kept falling asleep Jesus. and then I couldn't follow the plot. And then I realized the plot was all over the place anyway. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. So matter. I was like, cool, I'm going to bed now. I like the street level Marvel stuff, particularly the stuff that was on Netflix. And this reminded me, and this is not complimentary, reminded me of Iron Fist Hmm. in that I don't like the star, but I like the supporting cast around him. The series also doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense in where it's going. I like Hastings, the former nun. Caretaker, when you see him, is fine. Gabrielle is okay until, like everybody else, she has this weird personality switch at the end. I mean, I think Elizabeth Marvel, when she's playing the character Possessed, she's great. And when she's not, she's just kind of there. I don't know what I was expecting, but this wasn't it. We do get to see, and one of the cooler parts of the the show, what it looks like inside of the mom's head. And we meet the spirit that's there. And it is motherfucking Fiona Dorif, who is great, Mm -hmm. right? I love her. I love her, too. And that's the only time we see her in the entire show. Like, five minutes for the whole ten the most fun actor you have, and that's all we're going to get? Okay. I enjoyed it a little more than you guys. I was fearful if they were going to do a Constantine clone, and it at least wasn't that. Constantine does more magic. The Hellstrom siblings have powers, and we, we find out why in there. But most of this is shot at night because you're dealing with demons and dark stuff, so you have to shoot everything at night. And like everyone else has said, the characters are barely two-dimensional, let alone three-dimensional. They've spent 20 years brooding, and nine episodes they continue to brood. It does go at a snail's pace, and then in the final episode, they're really banking on a next season because they open up several doors, potentially, of, oh no, that was just the appetizer. Here's... The bigger thing. And I wasn't as concerned that it didn't have the Marvel intro, because not all the TV has, which I did like their opening, that 
kind of child's painting. Yeah, um, I did too, actually. And I'm a sucker for a cello, and they worked cellos in a lot during the whole show. But I think what was more telling was Hulu's original series typically are weekly. This was dumped all at once. The fact that they've backed out a Ghost Rider, this looked like it was going to be the first springboard into the darker side of Marvel, which looks like where they're taking WandaVision, where they're taking Doctor Strange, all that. And they've started backpedaling all that, and then they dumped all 10 episodes at once. That yeah. that surprised all of us. And it didn't look like this show was cheap either. They sprung for locations, and the special effects do look fairly good for people with telekinesis. We see pyrokinesis later and all that. So it wasn't like they just said, oh, okay, fine. We promised we would do it, get it over with. But once they had it, just dump it all at once. Just go. What do we have that's Halloween-y for our Halloween? And they're yes. like, well, we've been sitting on this thing. Yeah. We might as well just dump it. I mean, it really does feel like just another thing to hope to get people to subscribe. But there's no support behind it. This is not getting a second season, despite the ending with, hey, kids, look, it's Skinner from the X-Files. Yeah. Like, okay, that's yeah. still not enough to keep me going there were a few things in here that i did genuinely enjoy and like i said the leads they're just so fucking bland if they had cast better that could have gone a long way but i did enjoy there was a bit where even though it, in plotting wise it makes no sense but there's this demon skull and the one character chris uh anna's assistant starts like getting obsessed with it and letting it like taking a skull and biting its teeth into his arm and it turns out it's like a demon that stops other demons it binds other demons they call it the keeper they're like a gatekeeper why would a demon do that it seems like it should be like an angel or some shit well i think it was trying to re it was passing it on to someone else right it had lost its juice and chris was there which I did yeah. like Christian's character. We didn't see him as much as I think we should, but he was a good character when he got time. Jenna disagrees. Jenna disagrees. I actually, no. I actually no. found him a little bland myself. Yeah, because I kept going to Netflix for this show because I was like, okay, another shitty Netflix series. It really was the character development. And it's like, if you are the helpers, why are you complaining? Typically those type of characters in these shows, like I'm tired of this type of, I know I'm the supporting character. Oh, you're not gonna, you're not gonna answer me as you're walking away. Bro, you know what it is. You know why you work here. So like, if black people are okay with being the helping films, you need to be okay with being the helping films. Chris is a little bit different because he's helping her with a deeper, darker thing, not just True. artwork. But her other side hobby. He is an accessory. Yeah, that's what made me confused even more. It's like, I would expect this character to have a little bit more spice, to have a little more flavor. They, yeah. If he's helping her with something that deep, which he is, why aren't you almost her equal? Like, we know you're not, but you still shouldn't be playing that. I just didn't like the way they did it. What we're referring to is the character Anna. When we meet her, we see that she, her hobby, as it were, is she goes around and she finds through her powers people who are killers themselves, like a psychic Dexter, and murders them and then covers up the murders. And we're like, that's cool. I want to see more of that. Yes. Do you? No. No, we spend almost all of this season ignoring most of the stuff that you actually would like to see and doing yeah. more stuff about these characters being mad at each other with problems that would be resolved if they would just have a normal conversation instead of just kvetching. And then when they do resolve it, it's like there was never a problem in the first place. <laughs> like yeah. this daughter is like never wants to see the mom again and then like it, after one 30 second conversation she's like i love you so much oh we're friends forever yeah. everything's fine yeah. i'm like the show is like that the whole way through it's just very unconvincing most of it is just bland as fuck human drama with relatively bland actors doing it i was so much more interested in, in the third tier characters the guys the people from the blood they had a actress 
who is best known from being in The Warriors, who is the leader of The Blood. She was like the main female character from the old movie The Warriors. Uh-huh. I look it up. It's like, oh my God, that's her. And she's great. I want to see more about her, more about the blood. These are cool. Can we give them powers where they can shape change if there's a second season so you could give other actors the chance to step into those roles? Yeah. Maybe like being the, the children of Satan like is like being the doctor and you could regenerate. I'm all yeah, in. Yeah. We'll do that. That's fine. But yeah, I didn't even know this was a comic. I didn't even know this was Marvel. Funny enough. I really thought this was like a Fox series that just got tossed in the back bin what confuses me the most is just like you have the opportunity to pull in an audience who maybe like me didn't even know the comic existed and you had source material so i'm just really confused as to why this show is so disjointed when you have really good working pieces like chris said but you just don't utilize it at all like you just don't go anywhere with it Let's get a final thoughts. Lewayne, get us started. I had hope for this when we're first introduced to the character of Damon with the, the exorcism that you were talking about. I'm like, okay, this borders on maybe being Constantine, but we'll see what happens. And what happens is not a lot. You know, we see Anna be sassy for a while with Chris, and then after a while that goes away. And I'm like, okay. So this suffers from not enough of the interesting things. There can be background and there can be a family drama, but it can't be at the forefront of the story. If the world is potentially going to end because their dad comes back, then that needs to be the thing we're dealing with, and the other stuff is the B plot. And instead, it ends up being the A plot. And that doesn't make for great television if you're expecting a supernatural thing involving the son and daughter, potentially, of Satan. After things like Hellboy and Constantine and and even Supernatural... You guys have to up your game to have a a supernatural investigator or supernatural monster slayer because there's way more stuff that's happened since this character debuted in the 70s that you've got to get past. The only reason I'd want to see a second season is just to see if they actually paid attention to how people responded to this one and did something with it, but I'm not going to watch it to review it. This is two out of five fiery tridents that we almost kind of got to see that was so lame <laughs> i was like really you like the whole thing of MacGuffin quest and then that's what you get okay neil i have recommended it to a couple of people but i set the bar low when doing it <laughs> or i set the trident the flaming trident low which i was actually gonna lo- use the wayne you stole it so i'm i'm stalling to come up with a new rank we're talking about are you DC, Marvel, Image, or whatever? I'm a fan of all of them, and if they can get out there. And Marvel has conquered the silver screen and has patted on the head the small screen and like, oh, that's cute, that's cute. What they've done it with their TV series, Agent Carter and S.H.I.E.L.D., Netflix, and all the others. And this one's not going to help convince them to do anything good or real. They invested money in it. It doesn't look cheap. And it just kind of sits there and barely smolders. A few characters do it for us. I would give it about five almost completed demonic circles out of ten. Jenna. I literally set the bar in hell for this one, just like all of my (laughs) Tinder dates. So, I mean, there's shows like Evil on CBS that I was making fun of, but i much rather watch that. We've had Buffy, the Vampire Slayer. We even had Warrior Nun, which I now take back my scathing review of that because i much rather watch Warrior Nun than this. Like Lorraine said, there's been plenty of television that has conquered, especially Supernatural, that has really talked about this 
genre in depth and has done it way better. Even Ash versus the Evil Dead, like there's just so many better TV shows out here that deal with Satan and that are fun and different and unique and they all have their little takes. So like for Hulu to really put this out and then not really carve their kind of niche into the history of this type of genre, I just don't understand like why it was even made. And the fact that Marvel is not taking it seriously is really surprising. I know their movies make a lot of money, but TV is still, it still reigns supreme. Everybody has a TV, not everybody goes to the movies, especially now in COVID. It's like you can't really slack on your television game because everybody's going to be watching. So I really wanted to like this. I was really, really excited for it. I mean, if you like, again, those Fox shows that are kind of corny or if you like One Tree Hill even. So I don't know why I was getting One Tree Hill vibes from this, but it's probably because it's horrible writing. So if you like One Tree Hill or those Fox shows like Bones, you'll probably love this. Don't waste your blunts. You know me. Do not waste your blunts on this show. But you can waste a good bottle of wine on this show, which is what I do. So you, you need to have your own separate how many joints is this I do. show worth, I think. You know? Yeah, this is like no joints. I don't understand why it was made. And I will not be tuning in for season two. So Chris, this wasn't your fault. I was excited for it. So I won't blame you this time. The lady who ran the facility. Hastings was my favorite character. She killed it. And she was the only reason why I even stuck around. So I will give this... Five out of 10 more murders I would have liked to have seen Anna do of serial killers. She needs her own separate show. I actually thought her acting (laughs) was pretty good. The character, she did pretty well, but they just didn't go anywhere with what she was doing. So television has evolved a lot in the last 20 years. Certainly it moved away from episodic television. We're speaking specifically of cable, which is obviously much more out there than there is of network now in terms of running television TV shows. Cable has really moved away from episodicness into seasons that are one long story and shows that are one more evolving, constant story. There are exceptions. There are shows that have found a way to take a step back and still integrate all of those things. Like I think Sabrina, the good witch on Netflix did a great job of being both the continuing story and evolving characters, but also being kind of monster of the week. This is the new beastie we have to deal with right now. That's what this show needed more than anything was a monster of the fucking week because some of the episodes shit don't happen. Nothing happens. You're like, they're just talking about their problems that normal people have. I'm not, this is supposed to be about the children of the devil. What are you doing? And maybe if that stuff had been written better, I could have gone, okay, fine. You made a convincing drama that I'm enjoying on that level. I wish there was more supernatural stuff, but at least I like the drama. But the drama is just really bad. It's just really, really poorly conceived of and written and cliched. And there's just nowhere near enough monsters. Man, I can't believe they stretched this out to 10 episodes. It would have been tough to take the material they have in this and make five episodes work. But 10 is like, there's a point towards the end. I'm just like, you're in your last two episodes and I am still bored. What are you doing? This is a slog. I'm going to give it three out of 10 really inconsistent demon power levels. Right? Because boy, that was all over the fucking place. (laughs) Yes. And special shout out. For Marceline from Adventure Time, when it comes to writing good characters who have issues with daddy. And Lucy, Daughter of the Devil. I ended up going back and binging that show because I was like, family problems with Satan. I can just go watch Lucy, Daughter of the Devil. 